Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to Socially Savvy, broadcasting live from Wild at Heart here in Seattle. I am your host, LB Duchess, and I am here with co-host Michael Kotzman, our wine and food ambassador, um, Lisa from Wild at Heart, and um, some of our other listeners. Welcome, everybody. Hello. And you're going to absolutely love this. I left my notes in the car, so I had to pull them up on the computer. <laughs> so I totally threw that dressed right from the hip. <laughs> Um, We're going to be talking today on what is socially sexy, sexy food for thought, and anything else relevant that that pops into our little heads about um, this lovely topic that we have a tendency to hesitate um, even touching on. And our lovely uh, guest today, Lisa, is going to be talking about um, etiquette in walking when you come into an adult uh, store, you know, what's acceptable and what's not. I think a lot of people get really intimidated uh, when they, with the idea of coming into an adult store. And they're intrigued by it. They're curious. There's things that they are interested in, but um, I think there's a preconceived notion of what it is about. And so today we're here to talk about that a little bit and dispel some of those little nasty notions and um, kind of bring us way past the 21st century. Oh, yeah. So today's show, um, uh, Socially Sexy, is brought to you by Wild at Heart, nominated for Best Lingerie Shop with Evening Magazine, Best of Washington, and they are currently in second place. Wow. So we are um, socially savvy listeners yeah. to get on there and start voting for them. They are fab, um, adorable, I mean, even for the the more conservative. You have so many different pieces of clothing in here that are absolutely adorable and fun and lighthearted. Um, I think I think people would be really surprised. Yeah, I, I was walking around looking at some of the lingerie, and it's uh, very, there's some really classy pieces in here. So. You know, there's something for everybody in here, I think. And I walked around, and so I didn't feel intimidated at all. And the staff here is just very relaxed and laid back, so it helps you relax and kind of have fun, too. So, Yes, most definitely. So, Miss Lisa, mm. um, let's see here. I Actually, Mr. M- um, Michael, I think you're going to start us off with our first tasting. Oh, okay. Well, um, actually, let's, let's go a little bit past this. I'm going to get back to this here in a second because I, I still have to pour this. Oh, no problem. So um, let's go into Lisa here and uh, talk about what are we going to talk about here? Well, we're going to have, yeah, Lisa, tell us a little bit about Wild at Heart. And um, you and Vicki opened this together, I believe. Yes, we did. Um, And you're here in Seattle at, you're close to Ballard, kind of in between a bunch of little places. In between Fremont and Ballard. Uh, we share the parking lot with Big Five Sporting Goods, so it's very easy to find right on 11th and Leary. Leary is the main road that connects Fremont with Ballard, so we have parking. We're open from noon until 10 p.m., Monday through Saturday, and noon to 6 on Sundays. Awesome. Well, this little shop here, um, you know, I think like we were talking in the introduction about uh I don't. From what I understand, these little shops, these adult shops, have really started popping up in po- popularity, as well as like all over the place. And I think typically one of the reasons people feel intimidated because there's an old stigma attached to yes. adult shops, and the only time people typically will walk into it is if there's a bachelor party or a bachelorette, um, or you you know looking for a, a costume for something, uh, you know a Halloween party or something. Then they'll venture in. But it's not to say that there isn't the curiosity and, you know, everything that goes on me. Because you guys have everything from the, what I would call the really naughty, <laughs> yeah. to fabulous hosiery. I mean, yep. there's, so kind of dispel some of the 
myths and the notions that people, you know, what makes people uncomfortable about coming to a place like this? Well, I believe that a part of it is the old school thought of the bookstore. The bookstores were for men, not for women. If women went, it was inappropriate. Many times these type of establishments had viewing booths. Um, then they can also get other different things there um, as far as, you know, sex, escorts. This is a whole new 21st century store where we don't have that. We have products that are available to people. Most of our customers are women and or couples. So and I think that a, probably probably yeah. shocks a lot of people, especially the couples aspect of it. Yes. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Or, you know, the, just the women coming in singly that feel comfortable and they want to shop. They're taking power for their sexuality. And what I love is young women coming in in groups and buying vibrators together. 19, 20 years old, and they're like, oh, girl, if you've never tried this, you've got to get this. Or I really like this vibrator. It was a little too powerful for me. Maybe you'd like this one. And this open dialogue that women are sharing about orgasm, about having sex and having sex individually and or with their partners. It's amazing to me. I'm almost 50 years old, and as a young woman, we never talked about sex and for sure never talked about masturbation. We knew we were all masturbating, but we it was just didn't never talk about it. talked about. So it's really wonderful that, that it's open. It's like this is something we all do, and uh, we're all sexual people, however we define that, with other others, with ourselves, you know. And I, I just love that it, it when you take aspect of your life and have power around it, it makes you stronger. And so I'm really excited that women are doing that, and men, and it's wonderful. And our shop has all kinds of different things. We have things. I have customers that come in and just get hosiery. They will never go past that front door to where the thigh highs are. <laughs> they take are. the sharp left. <laughs> exactly. Or they just come in and get lube. They're never going to rent pornography. They're never going right. to use a vibrator. They're never going to get a pair of handcuffs. They simply want to come in and get their hosiery. But we have that. And we have suspension cuffs and all kinds of other things. So it's that spectrum. So we have a spectrum from very... Mild, very what we call maybe vanilla, not really in love with that term, but very soft core to the very hardcore. So I love that. When we first opened the shop, everybody wanted to put us in a corner and say, who are you going to cater to? And Vicky and I finally said, people that have a sexual identity. And people say, well, that's everybody. And we'd say exactly. Yeah, exactly. Right. You know, because in, in today's world, you have to have something for everybody. It can't be. If we just sold hosiery, we wouldn't be in business or just vibrators or just S&M or just porn or just books. We have a diversity. It's one-stop shopping. You come in, you can grab a porn, vibrator, a cute outfit, a bottle of lube, go have a great evening with your partner or yourself, or the neighbors, <laughs> or whoever, and you know, and it's fantastic. So it's been a real joy. We've been here for six years, and every day is amazing. We love what we do. We love the community. The people that shop here, our shoppers, are just unbelievable. So, I mean, we feel really, truly blessed every single day. I totally agree. I think, you know, uh, it's a mindset, and I think that over the last decade, like I'm a layer on what you said, uh, it's just, you know, people are talking about it more it's, and they're becoming more comfortable with their sexuality and uh, and being able to express their sexuality to other people. Um, look at the technology that's gone into um, the business. 
I mean, I look around, and I'm like, wow, I, this stuff would have never been around a decade ago. Uh, or the, the leaps and bounds that they've, they've made to improve uh, pleasure. And because now people know, because they're talking about it more, uh, what drives them, what, what is it that really stimulates the, the different parts of the body, and, uh, and therefore uh, all this great product comes out. So uh, I think the more that you're open to different things and, and, and talking about it, the more experience, the better experience you're going to have either as a single person or as with a couple or, like you said, or in groups. So mm-hmm. uh, it just it comes down to being comfortable in your own skin, uh, having places that aren't really, you know, intimidating, I guess, uh-huh. you know, and uh, and being, a, you know, a comfortable, comfortable uh, atmosphere. So that really starts set, that sets the tone right there. So, yeah. Well, and, you know, too, I've, I think the first time I ventured into an adult shop, I was getting ready for a bachelorette party. And I think the staff has a lot to do with it, too. You know, for people to walk in that front door, a lot of times it takes a lot of courage for them the first time. Um, yes. You know, what would you, how would, for somebody who is their first time, they're looking at going into an adult shop, you know, what recommendations would you make as far as something that would actually make them feel a little bit more comfortable? I think to first research where you're going and make sure that it's a store that's appropriate for you. If you're not interested in viewing booths, those kind of things, then it's probably not the right store for you. So make sure it's just simply an adult store that's selling product. Uh-huh. Um, I think have in mind maybe what you're looking for when you go in. Um, talk openly with the staff. If you go in like here, we greet everybody at the door. Hello, thank you for coming in. How can right. I help you? Um, I don't know. It's, it's a different experience for everybody. I, I think... Trust your gut. If you go into some place and it doesn't feel good, know you have no obligation to stay there and leave. If you come in and you feel good, like here, we let people explore. I like to let them know I'm here to help you, but I'm not going to be on them the whole time because it can be intimidating for people, and sometimes they want to just stand and look at items. Yeah. They want to look at things. They don't want me right there saying, do you want that out of the bag? Can I take this out? Do you want to touch it? Do you want to feel either it's like... Get away from me. So we yeah. let people explore. <laughs> I had that experience fun. once, and I was like, okay, you just need to leave me alone. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And I will feel that, you know, the funny thing is, I feel that way in all retail. Yeah, I no, I would totally to agree with that. In the you don't want somebody right hovering. Me, I'm like, I'm just looking at black pants. Can I just look at them? Yeah. You know, um, you know, don't get a dressing room started for me. I'm cool. I'll let you know. So here we like people to explore, and when you're ready, let me know. Can I help you? So can I keep my eye on them? And I don't know. It, every customer is different. So I try to read the customer and see kind of how they are. And you can tell if I go up to them, their voice is quivering. They're oh, yeah. Picky. It's like, okay, we want to be really gentle with her. Right. And I'll say today, why don't you just kind of explore? And then we're here. These are our store hours. Um, you know, look at maybe what you're interested in and come back later. And some people, they get totally overwhelmed. Ten minutes in here, it's more than enough. It's overwhelming yeah. for them, and I have to remember I'm acclimated to this. I'm used to being surrounded by dildos and vibrators and handcuffs and suspension hooks. To me, it's just another day at the office. But for a lot of people, it's not. They come in here and they're like, "Oh my God, maybe they have to leave." But it's like, you know, we're here. It's fine. When you want to come back, and I'll see them again. They'll yeah. come back. They're like, "Do you remember me? I was in here last week." And I'm like, "Yeah," you know. And they're like, "Now I'm ready to see something." So. Just completely no pressure, enjoy yourself, have a great experience. Come in with the, with a good attitude. Yeah, 
yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and just yeah, like have fun. Bring a friend. It's fine. And we love taking things out of the package, showing people. That's why we're here. You know, less intimidating. Yeah, yeah. You know, having people just relax and have a good time. I think it's it's fun. It's important. I like yeah. coming in with just an open mind and just you know not necessarily with agenda. To see what's out, what's yeah. new. Uh, like, you know, I was just looking at your shop over here, and, like, one of my favorite lubes over there is now on a spray. I was like, ah, ah, <laughs> ah, it's so cool. Hey. <laughs> it's like, hey, gooping it on my hand, and it's all over the place, you know. So, yeah. you know, it's kind of cool because it's, like, you know, direct. Well, you spray. take, I think you take the mystery, you start to take the mystery out of things, and it becomes more of an approachable subject. But I, I want to move on with this, yes. but I know that yes. Michael has yeah. our first on-air tasting, so we're going to do that, and then Perfect. we're going to move on with the interview. So, Michael, <laughs> tell us about what we're tasting. Uh, today we are tasting uh, the winery that I actually represent. It's Nipros Cellars, and we're going to do a little port uh, tasting today. We're going to start off with a little bit. It's called a pink port, and it's actually a Syrah Grenache uh, blend, uh, fortified, of course, and and, um, uh, and it's called pink. So it's uh, it really let's, let's light. Try this. It's very different, uh, and you're going to taste a little bit of the Grenache that comes through on it. Yeah. So let's taste it. I love the color, the pretty pink color. It, to me, this would be like the, mm. the I'm talking about bachelorette parties, this would be the perfect bachelorette <laughs> drink, you know, because you can put it up and it's like, oh, look, uh-huh. it's pretty and pink. But it is really good. It's, I have just started trying ports here a few weeks ago, mm. and uh, this is, it's light and refreshing because usually when I think port, I think, you know, denser, more winter yep. drink and I got around the fireplace. Too. But this is a beautiful summer. I would call it a summer port, I, and I'm not educated. <laughs> well, you know, and there's also, people don't realize, there's actually a, a white port that is also produced. Uh, so um, I didn't bring that today, but um, they do make a white port. In fact, a lot of times uh, in the summertime, I like to have that. And all you do is uh, actually slice a little bit of lemon and drop an ice cube in it, and it's just fabulous. So Wow. Uh, I should have brought that. Darn it. That's okay. That, you so. know, we can only do so much in the show. <laughs> well, this, the, the cool thing about the pink that uh, Nipras uh, does is that every bottle, it's, it actually says pink on the front. It's got a little uh, pink ribbon for the breast cancer awareness. Uh, and every bottle is actually, there's, there's a proceed that actually gets donated to the Susan B. Coleman Foundation. So, Love that. You know how cool. I feel about that stuff. So that's I know. awesome. And to just kind of layer onto that. Uh, there's a breast uh, awareness uh, party kind of get together at Wine oh, World yes. on October 21st. And it's from 6 to 9. We'll and we're going to have a bunch of uh, wines. I'm going to be there pouring the pink and some other ports. Um, and it's going to be a really cool deal. They're going to have the VIP area of Wine World open up. There's going to be like four other wineries as well. So it's going to be a real good cause. So. Oh, I love those. We love those events. Okay. So we're going to move on just a quick second here um, with the Socially Savvy News. A heads up, um, Seattle Magazine is taking votes for the best of 2011. So vote for your favorite salon, stylists, bars, restaurants, doggy daycares, lingerie shops, and more. Go to seattlemagazine.com backslash best 2011 ballot to submit your favorite places and people. If you do not see your favorite place or um, favorite person on there, there is a place where you can nominate. And we're still in the early stages, so I encourage people, if they have a favorite bartender or um, stylist to go in there and nominate them because people will start to go see and it's like, oh yes, I know this person and I love them. Um, leave your comments because all of that feeds into these businesses who are striving to give you the best quality and the best service. 
they take that very seriously. And, you know, these types of awards, this is coming straight from the people. So they really respect the opinions that come across. So take um, some time to do that. Every couple of days we're posting new um our socially savvy new favorites, or I should say mine, LB Duchess, and we'll be posting some. So watch for Michael to um, post his favorites and mm-hmm. uh, go check it out. Very cool. Um, some of the other upcoming news, the suite is soon to open. We're sitting on the edge of our seats waiting for the state to clear for the alcohol license for the mm-hmm. opening of the suite, which is um, at it's a bar concept venue that is at Washington Garden or Winter Garden at Bellevue Place. And the venue will be formally open sometime in the next two weeks. Uh, they did do a soft open with the employees introducing them, so we are very impatiently waiting for that one to to come up available. So we're pretty excited about that. Um, also, for um, our little shoppers, uh, September 14th through the 18th, if you're a Nordstrom's Rewards card holder, um, be aware that we're going into triple points time. So that's when you want to stock up with all of your stuff because they only do it twice a year. Uh, they also have the trend show going on during that where they call in the national and regional artists from all over the country that are right off of the red carpet from the Academy Awards, from um, wow. the uh, uh, fashion shows, and they're giving the latest tips and tricks on what's hot, what's not. Um, just a little note, uh, utility, white eyeliner is back as a utility. I absolutely love that. So we'll talk about that in the future. Really? Yes. That's a 1920s and 1930s uh, black and white trick that they used to do on filming. They used to line the inside with white to make everybody make look pop. more awi- yes, a- a- awake and alive. Because in the black and white, things would gray out a lot. So yeah. they use a lot of the, the dense in- intensity Just to like go back. using the white eyeshadow under the brow really makes things pop, too. Exactly. Right. So yeah. all the, the hot Makeup tricks. Makeup tricks. Yes, all of those hot tricks are coming back. So nice. I wanted to move on with our interview yes, and yes, um, chat a little bit about, you know, so we've talked about, you know, coming into the store. Uh, I think a lot of people, when they do finally get the the gusto to walk in that door, um, I think a lot of people have this preconceived notion that they're going to walk in and people are going to fit in a certain demographic. Um, even if that is true, I really feel like people need to be aware that when you're behind the counter of any store, and, and it's funny that you, you would look at an adult store and think differently, but any store, those people are educated. And they're educated mm-hmm. to make sure that when you have questions, you get the information you need to make educated decisions. Mm-hmm. Um, and I learned that very well. I came into a shop with a friend of mine, and they have a very business-like attitude when they approach things. And they were looking at a toy, and it taught me so much just watching their approach. They were very business-like about it. Well, what does this do? Well, blah, 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 blah. And went through the whole thing, and I'm just standing there dumbstruck like, uh, uh. <laughs> but I think if you, when you do finally get in that door, Approach it if if you're more comfortable from a business point of view. This is what I'm looking for. Um, this is what I'm interested. What can you tell me about it? And I I think if people approach it that way, they're going to get the same response. It's like you're saying you read your customer. If they're giddy and giggly, you're going to be kind of feeding into that and trying to make it lighthearted. Mm-hmm. They may be if you come in giddy and giggly and you want it more serious, then you need to make sure you're coming in with the right attitude so the people behind the counter can help you. Right. Right. And that yeah. is key because uh, I remember years ago, I used to be really nervous, you know, I'd have to come in and, you know, get condoms or, you know, or and get lube and stuff like that. And I was so nervous. I didn't know, you know, there's, there's Okay, like the word lube just freaks me out today. Hundreds, <laughs> uh, yeah. There are hundreds of different kinds of lubes out there and different styles and, you know, and each one does a specific thing or maybe multiple things. 
And it like the took, new commercials. And it took, well, it took, you know, one time I went in, I was just so nervous, and the lady came over, she's like, hey, you know, um, have you seen any of these? I mean, you, you know, like, I have no idea what I'm looking for. She's like, here, let's grab a couple of these and just, you know, put them on your fingers, see how it feels. And by the end of the, you know, and this may be like uh, probably 20 minutes later, uh, after feeling, you know, probably 15 of different kinds and styles, um, it was cool. You know, I was just like, ah, okay, well, I hate this kind of feeling, you know, because this is <laughs> gunk stuff and stuff. Exactly. But then I said, hey, you know, I, was, I felt comfortable saying, hey, you know, certain lubes, you know, make my... You have the right uh, look, spot. You know, yeah. it hurts, you know, and so, yeah. like, you know, some of the alcohol-based, you know. Okay, he and said the P with, word. Uh, <laughs> You guys are going to get a kick out of me by the end of the show. (laughs) But, you know, it's, uh, you know, and it hurt. And she's like, well, okay, so you want to stay away from these ones here. But these ones don't gunk up. And these ones are very nice and, you know, don't feel overly oily. And, you know, now I have a favorite. So, you know, and um, like I said, I I got really excited about seeing the ones with the spray. spray. Well, the system Joe's that you have over there, those are so awesome. Exactly. Well, and one of the things I want to say is, you know, I was raised very English, very, um, no, you you weren't supposed to explore, you weren't supposed to ask questions, you weren't um, any of that. And so as an adult, it took me a long time to kind of get past that whole thought process. What I found interesting now at 42 is I look back and it's like, okay, you had the 70s where it was the whole sexual revolution. Why didn't everything mellow out and come to terms then? I mean, our parents for the the us between the 30s and 50s and 60s our parents didn't really talk to us about this stuff so mm-hmm. we kind of had to come about a lot of things not just you know this arena of things but a lot of things on our own um and it just amazes me that today it's just now finally coming to where like my kids they talk about you know they'll walk into a store I mean what's your average customer age 20 I would say between oh boy Oh, sorry, that's a tough one. (laughs) Yeah, it really is. Um, I would say between 20 and 60. It really, truly, because we have... It's really diverse. It was so diverse. Maybe with the average, we look at a standard deviation of 20. Maybe the average is 40 years of age. Uh But we have all kinds of people. My oldest customer was 92. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Kudos. To live with her daughter, because the daughter thought she shouldn't live in California by herself anymore, and she wanted a rabbit. She had had many of them, and um, she wanted a new rabbit. And I was like, wow. And she was unbelievable. 92 years old, got the rabbit. She goes, oh, well, being I'm getting the rabbit, I better pick up a couple porns. And I was like, okay, let's get you some pornography. And she knew exactly what she wanted, and I was amazed. And I thought, I want to be you. In 40 years, because this is <laughs> in another life, unbelievable, yeah. you know? So, I mean, truly, I mean, you just don't know. I had a gal yesterday, uh, about 40 years old, coming in for a 16-year-old daughter to buy her daughter a vibrator. Her daughter was interested in sex and masturbating, and she said, I don't want her just masturbating with her hand. I want to get her a vibrator. Yeah. So we bought her hooked up with a small, slimline vibrator, some lube, and it was so exciting. I mean, her daughter was 16. I was like, good for you. I mean, you're a mother that's acknowledging that. Mm-hmm. And well, I think it, it gives people the, the ability to. to take control of their life without yeah. feeling like they have to fall into some kind of stereotype. Yeah, there's, I don't know. A, there's too many it's, things I think we were yeah. raised with that it's nice to see that they're going away. That's it right there. It's how you were raised. And as a society yep. and a, in a country... It's it's just it makes people feel like this is taboo, you know. I take a look at any other country in the well, world. Well, and I was going to get to that. I was fortunate enough to live in London 
when I was going to school back in 80, 89 and 90. Oops. <laughs> I just gave away my age. Oh, uh, <laughs> no worries. Nobody's going to you know, I was, I was very fortunate to actually go through that experience because there were things in, that I experienced and seen and saw that I would have been like, I whoa. <laughs> I couldn't so, imagine myself in Europe uh, at that age. But, you know, you go to, there's a lot, you know, I, I you know, went Eastern Europe, you know, Spain was like one of my favorite countries to go to. Um, when you go to the beach, you know, it's, it's mostly topless. A lot of topless. And yeah. it was, it, at first, it was really, really weird for me, but you get used to it. I mean, you see everybody out there, yeah. you know, uh, so it's it just, it's just a norm for a lot of people because that's what they were accustomed to. That's You get used to it. So it's well, just Texas as a society, looks, you we just know, kind of said, this, I was is, gonna not, say, yeah, this I, is not right. I think this is, is really, truly an American issue because we're so pompous sometimes about our approach on things. And you take a look at any other culture. Um, yeah, there's things that are taboo, but they don't attach stigmas like we do here Big in the time. U.S. You know, we have a lot of propaganda that comes through here. And, and if you travel abroad at all, you know, my husband and I, we go to um, Mexico and that was a real eye-opener, and we educated our kids on it. We said, you know, take a look, watch the news while you're here, and see what is being said. It gives you a different perspective and understand, you know, that there are other thought processes. Mm-hmm. And I do. I really believe that if you go abroad, you do have, <laughs> I think, more of an open mind, less of this what's taboo and what's not. We, have, oh, yeah. we for some reason, want to put a label on everything so that we can find a way to be comfortable with it or ignore it. I'm specifically remembering uh, just in my travels, uh, Mykonos, one of the Greek Isles, uh, and it's known I wanna for go. <laughs> I want to go to Greece. And, you know, you have, ev- you know, people of every orientation, uh, lesbians, gays, you know, it's, it's all, they're all there. Heterosexual, uh, you have gay guys, you know, and they're, uh, bikinis and they're dancing on tables with flares, you know, going off in both hands. So, wow. You know, it's just, you know, it's just a mentality, you know, you're, you're there to have a good time, explore your sexuality and, and it's a safe environment. So, mm-hmm. um, I think that's key as well. So you have to produce a, an environment where everyone's comfortable that, that to express themselves. And there are some awesome places. That's the cool thing about Seattle. They have that, but you go to other parts of the country and it's not so cool. Yeah. Whereas well, other countries, it's accepted, you know, countrywide. Pretty so. much wherever. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, and I think, too, in America, it's the only place where on between 8 and 11 o'clock at night on your regular uh, radio or the uh, television station, there's no sex, but there's lots of murder. So it's like sex uh, is bad, murder's okay. You will see oh, it's on regular primetime television. Yeah. And it's like crazy. It's like they can Very show cool. this and kids can watch this. But remember when Janet Jackson exposed her nipple and the whole thing almost shut down? But you watch, you know, a regular (laughs) one-hour program from 9 to 10. Murder, death, kill. And, yeah, someone's burned the body. And, you know, it's it's. Well, we're desensitizing our nation in a way that I think is a little bizarre. But um, did you want to say something? Well, I was going to say, you know, the whole Janet Jackson thing is hilarious. I'm glad you brought that up. But, you know, you go to... You, you fly to London, and then the Sunday Times on page three. They intentionally topless, drop it. You know, there's, there's, uh, you know, there's, there's the set of breasts on a beautiful girl on page three. It's a page three girl on Sunday Times. Everyone knows that on page three, you're going to see a topless girl. It's not it's not a big deal because that's just the way they were just raised. You know, well, there are ways to appreciate the body and not be ashamed of it. And, exactly. And, you know, I think, again, you know, circling back around, I think that's where we're finally coming as a, as a country where, where mm-hmm. little shops like you guys are popping up and thriving, yep. um, you know. And Very much so. So with that, I want to launch into your Sunday school. 
But before yes. that, I want Michael <laughs> to tell us about the second tasting. Right then. So the next tasting we're having from Nebraska Cellars is called it's called La V. Now La V is a Syrah based port, and it's actually he drops he drops vanilla beans into the port. So you're gonna have nice vanilla bean aroma comes through on this port. It's just a beautiful. I smell and nice taste cherry and raspberry. Vanilla. Am I well, that's, off? That's, no, no, it's okay because uh, that comes from the Syrah. Syrah is okay. a bridal. That also carries those characters, wow, flavor yummy. profiles that you're talking about. Everybody knows when I say yummy, it's got to be good because that's like my character <laughs> word. <laughs> yummy. Caramel undertone. Caramel, sweetie, burnt sugary. Okay. Oh, burnt sugar. Yes, I could totally see drinking burnt this with burnt cream. With a creme oh. brulee. Mm-hmm. I would love this. You know what that'd be really good with? Mm-mm. A vanilla flan. Anything. Oh, vanilla with a, flan. Because you got the caramel on the top, you know. You've just, just touched my Latino heritage side. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so delicious. But the nice thing about that, that was, the pairing would be beautiful because it's, it matches the weight of the dish. So yeah. the dish is sweet, the wine is sweet, but it has enough They have the same descent, to cut um, through the, density the dairy too. Of, the, of the flan. Too. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. density of it. Oh, I love it. Fantastic. That was delicious. So now who do, who makes this again? This is Nebraska Sellers, and they're based out of Spokane, Washington. Really? Henning, Henning is a, a longtime friend of mine that I've known for about 15, 16 years. And because of my education, you know, going through the wine program and, and all that, uh, I'm to a place where I can represent his wine, and I'm, I'm now actually uh, the Western Washington Regional Marketing and Sales Manager. So. Oh, I love it. Oh, so we're going to taste all kinds of things. Oh, you have no idea. Stuff. He's got some great <laughs> wines coming up, too. So We'll be talking here. <laughs> really exciting. Thank you. So, Beautiful. Michael, do you want to um, touch base on some of the um, things that are going on real quick before we jump into Sunday school? Absolutely. So are you artistic? That's a question. No, Think not me. <laughs> I, not not check, me. <laughs> well, check this out. Check out Capital Grills. Uh, contest that you'll have uh, artwork uh, on the label uh, that you get. You, don't, you have to paint now, right, on this thing? No, can, um, there is actually, it's, you can have your art on an amazing bottle of wine, okay. and they're allowing you to choose how you want to present that art, um, whether it be a painting, you can use uh-huh. a medium of your choice. So okay. like so somebody like me, I, the only artistic way I'm I am like with photography. So I've got a couple of shots of nightclubs where the the camera I adjusted the camera so all I picked up was lights and there's these ziggies and zaggies and so I was thinking I might turn that in because that would be more of a, a conceptual kind of a what do you call it uh, more contemptual I guess Nepo yeah they're contemporary, contemporary art um, so you can you can uh, submit anything wow well that's that sounds cool to me. Yeah, so I thought, too. So go to Capital Grill um, uh, on uh, their website, and they will um, they have all the information on that. Perfect. For some reason, I don't have the date on there. Hello. Okay, what it is to be socially savvy brought to you by Sweet Talk Wipes. Just like our hands, our cell phones need to be regularly cleaned and detoxified. Order yours today at www.sweettalkwipes.com. Um, so our speaker here today, Lisa, is going to be, we're talking about what it is to be socially savvy and sexy. And one of the things that makes you savvy is education, understanding where it is you want to be, understanding what's going on, um, educating yourself, being aware. We talk about it all the time on the show of being aware. Um, And you guys have started this, you know, to some, it may, the connotation may be a little bit difficult for them to swallow. 
because they're a little bit more old school, and I can understand. But honestly, I love the way you present it. Your Sunday school. Sunday school. So tell us about your Sunday, Sunday school. Sunday, Sunday. <laughs> what we like to call it, it's not your mama's Sunday school. Yes, no. <laughs> I grew up in Sunday school, and we never studied this. Uh, once a month, we have Sunday school. It's on Sundays from 6 to 8. Um, usually, it depends, usually the third uh, Sunday of the month, but that can vary. So what we're having this, um, in September 18th, it's Woman's Anatomy of Arousal. And that's going to be taken directly from Sherry Winston's book. And it's going to explore female sexuality and arousal in regards to the clitoris, uh, vagina. All those damn words. Types. You're just hitting every damn word, aren't you? You're going to go through the whole gambit. <laughs> it is true. It's, it's different types of <laughs> orgasm, how women orgasm. It's going to be fantastic. And what I have written down here is this class is for you if you really want to know how to arouse a woman or if you are a woman who wants to discover more pleasure within herself. And believe me, at 48 years of age, when I read Sherry Winston's book, I'm a female, born female. And I was like, really? Wow. Unbelievable. There's things that she talks about that are amazing. And they're all true. And, and it's wonderful. If you can buy the book or come to Sunday school, check it's it out. well worth it. Well, I know it's amazing. Mm-hmm. I know tons of friends. And, you know, when girls get together and have some wine, we start talking. And if we're married or single or whatever, it, mm-hmm. the conversation is funny. Guys are always accused of being the ones who talk so much about sex. You guys may think about it more, oh, so we yeah. talk about it more. That. I know all about that. <laughs> it's true. But you know, what, true. what was amazing to me was how many of my friends didn't know what their trigger points were or didn't know how mm-hmm. to, you know, move their body. It, it, this really, I have to say, astonished me because I came from a very um, closed mouth process. And I don't know if I just got lucky. And my body responds in a certain way. I, you know, I'm very fortunate. I've been with the same man for 27 years. And mm-hmm. we're really, you know, we're best friends in, you know, all aspects of the the word. We're passionate when we fight. We're passionate with everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was really, really astonished to find out how many women uh, don't have, mm-hmm. and I'm actually going to say this on, oh, my God, orgasms. <laughs> oh, I just don't talk about this stuff. Okay, this is why I do this show. <laughs> because I'm the perfect example of... I will talk about it with my girlfriends, but to talk about it, you know, for me to do with one of those, you know, if I can get out there and, and talk about some of this stuff and not, you know, have the stigma attached to it that I was raised with. Because in my mind, the stigma's not there, but it was just the way I was raised. You know, there's, there's certain words you just don't say. In the beginning, it was like, I just don't like that word. And I have to give my husband some clues. He'd go, well, what word would you like to use? I don't know. I just don't like that one. <laughs> so, you know, but looping back around, yeah. it's shocking how many women don't know their bodies and, oh, and what so what sad. so that but they can enjoy it too. They're and and I think there I think that's a lot of it. I think in I'm gonna say this and you can tell me, you know, mm-hmm. what you think. I think I'll, in in the past there's been such a stigma with men's roles that a lot of men didn't take the time to to allow the woman to feel comfortable to say, you know, 
Can you move here? Can you move there? Mm-hmm. We've come into a new era where men are communicating more and men, interestingly enough, have the ability to empower their women to respond in the same way that they do. So it makes it a mm-hmm. lot more enjoyable for everybody. And then it's, when it's a positive experience, then as you have children and you raise them, you make it a positive experience. And instead of being this big, huge forbidden thing, it now becomes, this is a part of life. Now, how are you mm-hmm. going to approach it the rest of your life? Absolutely. It's crazy. We are physically healthy, sexually healthy, emotionally healthy, spiritually healthy. It is all Ballad. part of who we are as human beings, yeah. and it's not shameful. I am amazed when I have a female in here, and she's looking for a vibrator, and I say, well, when you masturbate, oh, good God. do you like <laughs> texture or something smooth? And you can see, well, would you, I know, you see that like, woman? The it's just like, okay. come down. The it's like, why are we talking about this? And you know, just like. Isn't there two choices? What? No, there's 35 choices on the yeah. wall, and now I'm expected to make a choice. <laughs> but you know, it's about the masturbation. When you yeah. masturbate, what I'm realizing is they never have. They're like, or they have, then, or they what just is didn't what is talk that? You go it. further than that. You know, what part of the masturbation do you like the best? Okay, it's the word. And where <laughs> it's do you like word. it? So You're where that and woman. how? I really was. I really was. I really was that woman. Yes. It's like what? Yeah, yeah. But it's amazing, and we have books, wonderful books on masturbation. Because until you know your own body, mm-hmm. please don't use that. You cannot <laughs> right. talk openly. You cannot have open dialogue with your partner if you can't say, "This is my vagina. This is my clitoris. <laughs> I want you to touch right. me here." Too fa- you well, how do you want me to touch you? How do you want me to now, that stimulate is, you know, all that stuff? Absolutely, because everyone's different, right? <laughs> no, that's exactly. your freaking clitoris. How do you want me to touch it? Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, my God, she's speaking a different language. I'm so scared of her. It's like, no, it's okay. It's, it if okay. I am cooking for you, I'll mm-hmm. say, do, do you, you want, want this onion? spicy? Yeah. Do you want onions? Do you want... We have open dialogue. Yeah, right. Do I you want to watch a comedy movie? Do you want to watch a drama movie? Okay, now we're having sex. How do you want that sex? Exactly. It, you know, to be and able figuring to, out the way to communicate that. I think you know, huge. men have a huge. Uh, 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 let me see if I can say this right. Men have a huge, a um, huge what ability? So what? Oh. Ability. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Oh my God! Only you guys. Only I. I warned the listeners that it was going to be right. a racy show, but right. men actually ability. have an, a huge ability what to. We're to allow women to learn to be more comfortable uh-huh. and and how that we approach it because when honestly when you're dealing with somebody like me I mean I raise I'm raising three boys and they have no idea where my discomfort is I mean um you know, actually, I'm just going to shut up and my husband might kill me. But our kids grew up with such a healthy thought process that not a one of them, and I have a 13, a 16, and a 19-year-old, not a one of them knows my discomforts and my insecurities because I didn't want them to have that stigma attached to it. Um, we have talked and communicated. It was tougher for me to continue talking to force them to talk than it was for them to listen um, because I really believed when I started to educate myself that – them as as raising men that they were going to be the ones that were going to have the opportunity to um empower the women in their life to feel comfortable because i really honestly feel like um for a lot of women their experience with a man can make or break their attitude on how they approach the subject 
if um, they're insecure in any way and um, that man makes them feel bad about voicing their opinion, uh, that just puts them in a position where not only does she lose out, but he loses out because mm-hmm. if she feels strong enough to say, you know, um, that was kind of uncomfortable for me, but I think that maybe if we tried this, women read Vogue. We read all these magazines mm-hmm. and they touch on all these things and, and we're curious too. So mm-hmm. I think if the men really realize that they're, they're, they have a very um, unique power in enabling us to feel more sexual. I mean, a lot of women have taken it on themselves, but there's a large population that don't. And Absolutely. I know Michael wants me to show Absolutely. that. Absolutely. No, it's, uh, you know, I totally agree with that. Uh, I think it starts with the man, actually. It starts with me and setting that tone and, and, and creating an atmosphere where she feels comfortable talking about her sexuality. Because if I'm not comfortable with it, she's going to pick up on that. Yeah. So, uh, and like everything else in life, it starts with education. So, like this yeah. class is coming up I on know. Sunday. I'm going to be the first one at the door, probably. So, uh, <laughs> you know, it's, it's, the you. more that I know, the more I know, the better I can perform in the bedroom. Uh, be able to, because uh, I know the clitoris is like one of the, it's the point almost. It's besides the G spot. It a is. Couple it's other like, areas, you know, it's the it's, it's the hello. I'm it's here. The, well, it's, yeah. not, it's so, so some Everything. guys go right to the doorbell and start ringing it, you know, a hundred times and and no one answers because you're you're doing the wrong thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so uh, the battery but, is dead. But there's a lot more that goes into that, you know, and and I think I think the other part of this is, is the setup. So for me as a man. I know that the more senses I hit on a woman, the better off the experience is going to be. Mm-hmm. So you you got sight, you got sound, smell, yeah. taste, all those things, yes. to, uh, even um, feel. All that stuff comes into play with before you even start in that direction. Yeah. So Well, and balancing all of it, I totally agree. I absolutely. think if I wasn't fortunate enough to be married to the man that I am who dealt with all my insecurities and just gently nudged me through some of my discomforts mm-hmm. and, and letting me know it's okay. And then on the times when I was being stubborn and he would go, you know, you're going to say something. You know, you, it's just, it is about balance. It's about figuring out how you can communicate and, and knowing when to say certain things and when to push it a little bit, mm-hmm. um, if that's what it takes, or knowing when to back off, too. Mm-hmm. And men want to know. I have men in here all the time buying a vibrator for their wives, girlfriends, and they will say, when I try to talk about sex, mm-hmm. they get shut down, they get embarrassed. It's very They're, scary for Everything's them. fine, mm-hmm. you know, and it's, it's, I don't know how you can open up that dialogue right. with uh, your partner, but, but men want to hear it. They're not shut down to that. So it's important that women do open up and find that their partners want to hear their words and it can make their sex life so much better. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, and um, Michael is going to pour us our next woo. on here, Casey. But I want, to touch, I want you to touch base a little bit about um, approaching it from uh, the, the couples. I know we've kind of moved into the couples aspect of it, but, um, you know, from your opinion, what are you seeing when – people are coming in as couples because I've come into stores and I'm amazed at how many couples I see coming in and the demographic and the age range um, that's coming up. Uh, And I wanted to tie into this with Mm. what is considered pornography and how cinematography has actually turned it into more of an actual, it's not just, you know, what, how do I want to say this? The doggy position, then they jump to girl on girl, then they jump Ron to Ron Jeremy. It's just, it's more, exactly. it's not, it's not Swedish guy does Dallas. No, it's con- no. T- with a cinematography and it's actually storyboards and there's some yeah. romance in there and there's some storylines 
where, there is. where yeah. he's moved on. So we're going to touch base with that after Mr. Michael tells us about Woo-hoo. this lovely All right, story. and a good time to take a little wine tasting, huh? <laughs> Love it, yeah, so I can breathe. Uh, now, again, this oh. is uh, Nipra Cellars, and we are doing the Ah Chocolat. And uh, oh, it same like kind of thing, it's, it's, it's a raw-based port. And he, what he does is he drops cocoa beans into the oh, barrel as it's that's fermenting. My okay, I want a bottle. My birthday's <laughs> coming up. I want a bottle. Delicious. It is, and and I'm going to be doing a port wine tasting, so keep your eyes out for that oh, coming up yeah. soon. So, I'm looking tentatively that's for wonderful. the 24th. Now we're going to, and we're looking looking to do is uh, do a port tasting, as well as an Oloroso sherry tasting. In fact, he will be the the first and only uh, winery in. Uh, Washington State to produce a sherry. Ooh. Okay. So, well, it's my anniversary weekend, so we, we may just well. have to get there. I love it when you that pair wines with chocolates. I'm sorry. There is just nothing more decadent to me than than wines and ports oh. and liquors with chocolates. And, <gasps> yeah. Yum. So, uh, That's sexy, too. <laughs> that's all sexy. What? Hand that lady up. Hand that lady up, Mike. <laughs> I was just going to say that this this is the best blend of chocolate wine and, and or port that I've ever tasted. Ever. For for a port, yeah, I it's really so like smooth. it. It's Sometimes very it's smooth. It's got that it's very pungent. Yeah. Yeah, this, this is good. Be really good on ice cream. Oh, hello. Delicious. Do a reduction on that? Absolutely. We love reduction. Yes. <laughs> okay, so everybody knows that I am a socially acceptable and unacceptable girl and um we know I love my report. I'm sorry, I do. Oh, do we have a good story? Socially unacceptable brought to you by Pop Chips. Never fried, never baked. Think popped. Um, it is socially unacceptable to not know what level of sexy is appropriate at an event. Well, we prefer you keep your clothes on. Believe it or not, there I've are had some people, people have a problem that with have that. taken their clothes off <laughs> in the store. In the and they're store? like, I'm in, a, really? I'm in an adult shop. Is that okay? And it's like, no. No, put them back. Put no, them please back. put your clothes back on. Um, <laughs> there's well, a, there's not a just in general, but try, when they wanted to try something on, where they yeah. just take it off and they're like, eh, but they're uh, expeditionists or whatever. Yeah, they want expeditionists. You to see their ass. Yeah, but no, not And so I don't much. want to get one of those. I'll Keep your clothes on. <laughs> <laughs> so, so basically, I bring this up because I've been to a lot of, I've even been to lingerie um, shows, you know, uh, what do you call them? Uh, fashion shows. And, for some reason, people think because it's lingerie that they can dress like hoes. And I'm speaking mostly about women. There is a time for a short skirt or a short dress. Um, clubbing. You can pretty much get away with whatever you want, whatever age. I've worn things that, that it's like I'm sure people would say, you are so too old for that. Yep. Okay, I'm at a club. Fine. But understanding where you're at as to what's appropriate. Everybody wants to feel sexy, but don't be... It's not a stigma, but there is an appropriateness to how you're dressing for what events. Mm-hmm. And I think that in, in us trying to find some balance, you have a lot of people going way to one extreme. And it'd be really nice if instead of penduluming that we could find a happy balance of, you know, when you're out in public, you know, be considerate of the people around you. Uh, don't be a distraction because a lot of times sexy wear when it's too far is a distraction from what you're there for. It's not supposed to be about you. It's almost like outdressing the bride. Just don't do it. Right. Don't wear a long white gown to the wedding. D- yeah, don't look hotter than the bride. It's, just, it's not nice. 
That's my opinion. I could be wrong. So if you're listening and you think I'm wrong, I would love it if you would post it on my wall. Because or I they can love call it. in, can't they? They can totally call What's in. What's the call-in number? The call-in number for guests is 323-843-6090. So if you want to say something to our lovely um, guest host here, we would love to have it and, and hear it and all that good stuff. Absolutely. So. Okay, so we're going to touch base on what's coming up this week. Fashion Night's out at the Bravern Thursday, September 8th from 6 to 10 p.m. Um, the Bravern, um, if you want more information, go to the Bravern.com um, info for it. And it's join Fashion Night's out on Thursday the 8th. Um, once again, it is a place to be for Fashion Night Out. Walk the Red Carpet, presented by Barrier Motors. Get celebrity treatment as photographers snap photos of your arrival. Here's the key. The event, which, by the way, is free to the public, will include fashion shows from Neiman Marcus, Anthropology, live music from Cream Tangerine, um, beats by the local DJs, special in-store offers, and the after party at David Barton Gym. So it's a perfect way to jump into fashion weeks that are going on all over the country. So get your heads up on that. Um, Seattle Pause Walk, their 20-year anniversary is happening Saturday, September 10th from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m., at Seattle um, Magnus Park. Join thousands of walkers and their canine pals for the 20th anniversary of the Paws Walk. Your participation um, is a benefit for Paws and will save the lives of animals in our community. Um, Raise the awareness and funds for the animals at Paws while having fun. Their goal is $200,000, so they're going to need a lot of help. I love Paws. September 10th at Club Sur is a night of fun, French can-can, and burlesque style. Dress in theme and come and enjoy a night of entertainment, food, and dancing while we launch our socially savvy PWAC calendar and celebrate my silly little birthday. Details for the invite have been posted on Facebook and also go to Club Sur. So it's going to be a fun event. Okay, so we were talking about appropriateness at the sex store. Um, couple and couple. Well, yes, I think you want to cover the appropriate. Why don't okay. you cover well, that one? The first? only thing, I mean, in regards to appropriateness in the store, the only thing that we don't like is when people come in and are disrespectful when they're looking at certain products. Uh, sometimes it happens when they'll maybe go back to the BDSM section, looking at tail hooks, pussy hooks, swings, and they're oh my god, she like, said the word, and they will say things like, "Oh my god, that's disgusting! I can't believe." And that is not acceptable. You need to keep your store. opinion to yourself well, if you're exactly. going to come in. Especially when someone is interested in like that. There, that's the problem. And then I've got the guy that puts back the three hundred dollar tail hooks. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm not going to buy this. Um, so I have to say, you know what? People are in here for different things. Right. You know, you Be have aware to keep your opinion to yourself. Um, in regards to couples. Uh, was it what are couples looking for together or well, porn? No, a lot of when you yeah, I wanted to together. touch base about um, you know the whole idea of pornography and where it has gone. It's not it's not your daddy's pornography, right? right. <laughs> Michael's got his hand up. Pick you know, me, pick me. <laughs> I just love this subject. So I just love talking about this stuff because I'm comfortable with my sexuality and all that. So. No, you know, I think uh, once you get to know a woman and, you know, I may be interested in or, you know, pursuing a relationship with, um, I absolutely will, like, say, hey, let's come, let's go to, like, you know, a boutique so we can, you know, take a look and, uh, and maybe buy a toy or two, you know, because I'm interested in making sure that, you know, I'm doing the right things. It's more of an exploratory thing for me because once we start to explore a woman's body with the toys and with vibrators and what have you, um, I know what excites her at that point because yeah. you can do a lot of different things because you can also take – a lot, of, a lot of it is also body language. 
Oh, yeah. So, hello. <laughs> Women may not talk about it, but if you can learn to read our body language, yes. hello. <laughs> you, I will know if I'm doing something that she doesn't like. And she doesn't say it, but I can I can feel her body like Tense jerk up like, like or, a like, or, or she's moaning and she stops and she's looking at you like, what the hell are you doing down there? <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, there's a lot of different things you can do. And, and, and I'm got to tell you, you know, the more you know about it, the anatomy of a man and a woman, both sides, the better off your experience is going to be. Well, and, and this like with, you know, so feeding into the whole movie thing with couples, the the movie industry has done like not I wouldn't say a 360, but they've done a big, huge turnaround on how they approach it. You want to tell us a little bit about that? Huge. What we're looking at in the last decade is what we call storyboards. And what we have is theme-based pornography where it truly is very similar to what you would go to the theater and see in like a regular 120, 150-minute movie. But instead of the like scenes Pirates of the being, Caribbean? Exactly. <laughs> instead of the scenes being cut off when the bedroom door closes, they show explicitly everything that's going on in there. But there will be a theme. It's a movie. Yeah. So very exciting. Where I have to always be careful is many times when we first opened the store, a woman would come in, she'd want a porn, and I'd go, oh, storyboard. And she'd be like, that's not what, what is this? A yeah. story? It's a story. She goes, oh, hell no, I don't want a story. I want wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. So I always have to remember, even, even for yeah. me, and I'm open-minded that <laughs> people are all different, yeah. and don't assume women want storyboards. Yeah. Lots of times they do not, and they these big, huge, giant, hairy, burly guys all dressed in leather, and I'm like, well, here's the S&M section, and they're like, ooh, mercy, no, I want storyboard. <laughs> and you're like, okay. It's all about so the introduction. let the customer right. tell you what they want. What I've learned in this industry is don't assume anything. Exactly. Yeah. And, and, and don't assume that all guys want the 10 hour of just, you know, it's exactly. come shots, you know, yeah. pretty it's, much the whole time. That, that doesn't happen. That, so, the four-hour movie. I, I, I am a storyboard guy. I I love a you know a story something that leaves imagination to me that you know that's that's I exciting, um, you know and, and, and the other thing is is that you know there's some really nice wear in here but you know for me that turns me on the most is is uh, the a camisole a nice camisole yeah. you know I just it's the love peekaboo it's the mystery nice I mean camisole. most I did some studying most men don't like the women to be completely naked they like a little mm-hmm. bit of the peekaboo mm-hmm. and um, yes. You know, the the whole movie thing, it's interesting because the the new way that they've come about movies, it gives your brain something to, that it can mm-hmm. l- logistically wrap its head around. Yes. It's not but, just, just, oh, oh, <laughs> Ben's banging Dallas again. Yeah. Okay. Again and again and again. Dallas, New like. Jersey, you know, New York, Dakota. No, but that's, what, that's just what I like, you know, so... There's something different. There's different strokes for different folks. So you know, we have something for everybody. Absolutely, people are all different. What they like, enjoy. But yeah, storyboards are popular. And don't forget the female producers, female directors, um, and not just with girl-on-girl film. I mean, it has become huge. When we first opened the store, coming from social work backgrounds, a lot of people are like, "Are you going to sell porn?" Very, yeah, and it's like, you know what? Yeah, we are, and women are taking a different stance on pornography. Yeah. They're directing it. They are producing it, uh, and it's fantastic. The movies are great. So, That's yeah, awesome. kind of a whole different view. Well, 
moving from the movies into mm. our final mm. tasting. Oh, <laughs> Very last, appropriate. Certainly not least. <laughs> I've um, already indulged. Fabulous. <laughs> uh, again, Nebraska Sellers, uh, we're doing a uh, another port. It's a Syrah-based port. Wow. It's called Spanish Nudge. It's now, what he does really nudge. interesting in this one is that he drops a couple coffee beans as well as some cinnamon sticks in That's the barrel. That's the coffee I'm tasting. I and actually I, don't mind it for not being coffee well, drinker. Well, if you think if you think of like you know Spanish coffees, you know the flaming Spanish coffees, what goes in that? Cinnamon, a little nutmeg, uh, coffee of course, and all that. So this yeah, is kind of like of this is kind of uh, <laughs> well, this kind of you know kind of oh, a reminiscence. Kind of has those character profiles that come through on a Spanish. Uh, coffee into the Spanish nudge um, port. I'm shocked. So. I I do not drink coffee. I do not like coffee. I I love the smell of coffee. Delicious. But anything else, eating coffee, drinking coffee, don't like it. I like this. This, this is, is my favorite has, one. This is, yeah, this this is, is astonishing. This, this is Ooh. his latest one that he, he put out. And uh, he just sells by the case of this thing, though. So, so well, the, it's unbelievable. Uh, and the cool, uh, can you imagine having this with a tiramisu? Oh, oh yes. <laughs> Talk about a perfect application. I mean, yeah. Coffee, you got the, you know, the, the mascarpone that comes through oh, that, you yummy. know, just the, you know, the acid and the there alcohol I go again, yummy. would just start <laughs> right through that. And then, of course, you know, the spices in the, you know, of the tiramisu would just yeah. be a beautiful pairing with this. Unbelievable. One. Or after a heavy meal with fruit. Fruit and cheese, that undertone of cinnamon, just unbelievable. Or just, you know, like uh, cinnamon candied uh, pecans and a, a good stilt. Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> or, or smoked blue cheese. Yeah, I'm imagining or myself. Like, I'm like, yes, yeah. you know, like, or let's just say anything. No, anything. Okay. anything. Have, you had, have you had the uh, the smoky organ blue? Yes, I have. Won it's best one of my... cheese in the world last year. Oh, my I didn't goodness. know. That's one of my yes. favorites. I got turned on to that about three years ago, and I was like, yeah. I mean. It's a blue cheese that's actually smoked over uh, hazelnut chips or shells. Oh, I wish be... we had some right now. <laughs> so okay, talking, about, talking about food, I want to end the show with Michael. We're going to be talking about sexy food a little bit. We've only got mm-hmm. a few minutes of the, okay. left of the show. But I want to cover some of our events that are coming up and thank our sponsors. And then we're going to end on sexy foods. Oh, okay. And I'm all ready. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, I call Michael, do you want to talk? He's like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, so Thursday, coming um, plan, go in our plan for events, plan ahead. Then, um, Thursday, September 15th, from 7 to 12.30 a.m., um, Showbox Soto is doing the Fashionably 8. It's the 8th annual Fashion First show, Seattle's longest-running independent fashion show and auction. Um, please join them for a very exciting evening in Seattle, Fashion First, where fashion and philanthropy meet. Tickets um, for general admission are $50. VIP reservations and seating are available for $150, and front row VIP starts at $350. So for more information, go to fashionforseattle.ticketleap.com and check out what's going on. Um, Seattle Magazine is going to be uh, playing in that as well. More of our plan ahead, Pandora Cellars is doing their barbecue and barrel tasting Saturday, September 17th, and Sunday the 18th. If you have not checked them out, they are a new winery that opens here a few months ago, and fabulous, fabulous wine. So we're really looking forward to touching base with those. Um, Bellevue Nordstrom's has a trend show on the 17th and um, at Bellevue Nordstrom's. So uh, go ahead and call them with your favorite line. Get your appointments booked because they are booking out. It is one of the events that does sell out. So um, be sure to like us on Facebook. We are going to be going into the after show, so this is where we talk about anything because we are no longer live and we can edit out what somebody might not like. 
Um, so we be sure to like us on Facebook at Socially Savvy. We want to thank our sponsors, Wild at Heart, Pop Chips, Pap Spears, Sweet Talk Wipes, Zip Fizz, Eye Candy Lush Boutique, Cascade Ice Fuse, and... Nipra Sellers. Thank you very much. Okay, so let's talk sexy food. All right. So, so fellas out there, I know if you're listening out there, take some notes, grab your pen, grab paper, because uh, there's some good stuff I'm going to throw your way. So Woohoo! Michael's <laughs> we like Michael's secrets. <laughs> so absolutely. Now I'm going to revisit back onto you. Uh, you know, the more senses you hit on a woman, the 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 better your experience is going to be with her. Um, it's you know a lot of times you know guys rush into you know have a couple drinks. You know, uh, and then you go right in for the kill, and it just doesn't work that way. You have to wear up, you have to get her excited. Uh, and what I like to do, and guys, you know, it just takes a little bit more planning, but you can do it. I have faith in you. Uh, but what you do is, what I here's what I do. So I go out and buy some fruit. I like to buy fruit, you know, just, you know, like a tapas kind of thing, you know, at my house. So I'll set up... Uh, you know, almost like a, I'm doing a picnic, an outside picnic. Inside, I'll, I'll put the coffee table aside, the couch. And I'll set some candles going. So everything, you know, I'm, I'm setting the visual up for it. I'm going to play some soft, soft uh, jazz in the background for the sound of it. Uh, and then I'm going to have the aromas of the different tapas that I'm going to cook and different fruits out there. So visually and also smell right there. Um, and then I'm going to have, you know, and then you, we're going to sit down. And this is, of course, you know, after I've had a few dates with her, you know, and I get to know her a little bit. We're in that sexual, you know, uh, relationship. Uh, this, I'm telling you guys, and women love this. You know, so this is nothing new, nothing groundbreaking. But, you know, if you take the time and you plan a little bit ahead, um, by doing these things, you're going to have an, a most amazing sexual experience. So I like to do is I like to blindfold her. You have my attention. And I like to feed her different things. Okay, so that's fun. Yes. So, uh, and not only that, but when you're eating fruit, even if she's not blindfolded, the way you eat fruit can be very sexual and seductive. Um, I'm telling you, uh, I've been, you know, I'm not going to, you know, toot my own horn, but. uh, (laughs) (laughs) But uh, a long, 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 long time ago, someone said, if you want to be a really good kisser, practice on a peach. Or if you want to have or be really good at oral sex, practice on a peach. Oh my God, we so covered everything today. I, uh, Hello. If you have <laughs> a real nice ripe peach nectarine, and the way you eat it, and uh, the juices run down your I am chin, not going to be around you when you eat fruit. Sexual. I am married. Okay. It's very oh sexual. my God, you can't you know, papayas too. Exactly. And so, uh, and 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 so when you're blindfolding her and you're you know strawberries and different things, a lot of really cool things that. People don't realize a lot of fruit and uh, and spices out there actually enhance the sexual experience. Oh yeah. So I actually do aphrodisiac cocktails with you know some aphrodisiac foods. Oh, I want a recipe. Post them. Post them. (laughs) But you know I uh, you know oysters or but I love fruit because they're very sensual. They're and they have a lot of really great properties. Like for for instance, I'm gonna throw a couple out there. Some some of my drinks that I make Uh, a pomegranate uh, champagne. Ooh, pomegranate I love in pomegranate. itself has a lot of really good qualities, uh, sexuality and abundance. It's also symbolic of a female fertility, uh, hormone balancing, antioxidant rich. Champagne, and you mix that with champagne, it always uh, lowers the inhibition. Bubbly. And it's uh, celebratory. So it also gets uh, the blood pumping to the brain and gets all those things going. 
Now, I have other things that, you know, if you mix lavender and rosemary together, lavender is smoothing, it's healing, it's stress-relieving. Rosemary increases circulation, uh, eases oh, wow. digestion, actually, <gasps> and heightens sensitive to touch. So Rosemary? here we go. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. I have this cool little book. I have yet to read it. Apparently, I need to read it. <laughs> well, you know, so some of the things that, you know, get the circulation going, get the, the, the senses, the skin, all the feel, uh, the sensitivity, uh, you're, you're, you're setting your canvas up for something really amazing. Exactly. Don't forget the ice cube. <laughs> ice cube, That's too. That's fun, too. Fantastic. Uh, yes. So another thing, you know, uh, like, you know, uh, I do a Mexican chocolate martini, and chocolate caffeine energizes. Uh, there's there's like a serotonin from the from the cocoa, you know, arouses feelings of uh, euphoric love, rich. And chocolate is known to be here. very hormonal. Well, and then Women if you add love chocolate, yes, and then if you add chilies to that, because I do like oh, a, I love chilies uh, and chocolate. absolute oh, papar, I love and I was doing good even chocolate liqueur, and you add you know cocoa powder and um, and all that, and chilies will introduce heat. Okay, you're introducing heat now, increases circulation, reduces pain and swelling, and and purifying. So now you you really get in the body excited, and you got all the senses heightened. Uh, you know, also uh, a jalapeno margarita I also do. Uh, chilies again in, introduces heat, increases circulation, reduces pain and swelling, and purifying. So. Beautiful. So you have you set you're setting all this up. You're having drinks. You're you know you're you're having fruit. Girls, uh, watch out for Michael. He's hot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then you know and then you start into uh, you know touching. You know and touching can be a lot of different things. You can do different. You know there's there's a whole gamut of ways you can go at this. Uh, but touching you know, and holding. Touching and holding. But you know what's cool is that part of the touching is is feeding each other. And I think that's really it's 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 very sensual. It's very it, intimate. It is. It yeah. is. And you're touching, and you know, and then you can go into a nice, you know, what pull up some oils, you know, start at her feet, you know, start at her hands, and then work into a, you know, both massage each other. And this could last hours. And if I'm not mistaken, I've actually read on, on some tantric sex. Uh, it really is hours of it's just what yeah. I'm talking about. Yeah, it becomes and a meal for the body. Exactly, and so you're. It's a. It's a whole. It's a. It's a journey more than an experience, and um, and as you're going through this journey, your pleasures are met in different ways, and uh, and besides just the the genital areas, right? Uh, it's your whole body, and when you get the whole body and all the senses going in in a sexual experience, wow. Well, you can have a body. You can have a body orgasm, and it's almost a part of edge play. Instead of being aroused mm-hmm. and immediately going in for the kill, right? If you're holding back and holding back and holding back, and three hours later you're ready to have that orgasm, yeah. it's going to be mind, mind blowing. blowing. Well, and I think our approach to food in the last few years, <clears throat> food and beverage, particularly with the wine um, industry taking off the way it has, has really. Um, matured to a level where the rest of the world is where food and mm. and wines are an experience it's it's a very social thing it's it becomes part of not just you know slam down and eat for there's people who eat for energy and and that's fine you know if you're that type of person or that's where you need to be like like for me trying to lose weight i'm needing to eat for energy instead of eat for pleasure but when you sit down for a meal and you make it um uh, an adventure 
or you make it a social thing, it becomes so much more than just the right. food that you're eating. And the same thing with what you're talking about, incorporating food into the next step. Mm-hmm. When you're intimate with somebody, taking that to the next level it is so... I think Soma is me- lost on so many men how intimate feeding and sharing food is. The oh, eye contact. Absolutely. You have all that eye oh contact. Oh, my God, yes. As how can you put something in somebody's mouth without them looking Pain at you? attention, yes. That eye contact is amazing. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree. Absolutely. I so. love it, Michael. Thank you. <laughs> that was awesome. And don't be afraid to explore, you know, and, and ask questions. Hey, do you like this, you know? What can I do differently? Get feedback. You know, sometimes she can't, she can't, she's not in a place or a position to really kind of give you feedback. But later on, hey, you know, or right after, what did you like about that? What was the best part of the experience? You know, what didn't you like? You know, what can I do differently? And, and sometimes they won't say anything. Make it a safe place but, yeah. where she feels comfortable that she ha- can give you the answer. And that's what I was saying earlier. You have to create that yep. environment up front. So that later on you can have those honest and good feedback conversations. Yeah, and mm-hmm. my my opinion, have a bottle of wine. Absolutely. <laughs> have the bottle of wine there, get everybody a little bit relaxed, and, and do, you know, communicate about those things. Say, you know, hey, the other night was really great, and, you know, I just want to mm-hmm. touch base and find out, you know, what did you like and was there anything that you didn't like? And I'm not going to be offended if there was something that made you uncomfortable. You know, I just, I really genuinely oh. get, give a damn so hit tell the me. five senses. Yes. You got to hit yeah. the five senses. You can't just go three and, you know, it, it'll be all right. But if you hit all of the senses, mm-hmm. that experience it's gonna be amazing. It's experience, it becomes an experience for everybody instead of just a moment in time. So, mm-hmm. well, thank you so much, Lisa, for yes, you know for talking me. around my giggles and you know. <laughs> no, it's been wonderful. Hey, thank Vicky, you so much. It was, it was so perfect. Funny. Vicky's like, you got to do this show, and, and I I love the idea of the show, but it took me a little while to wrap my head right. around actually talking about. Oh, this. Thank oh you we actually have in. a listener who had the question. Oh yes, yeah. so we need oh. to give the location of the Sunday school. It is that here we have. at our store. It is going to be on September 18th, and we are located at 11th and Leary Avenue, in between Fremont and Ballard in Seattle. So the address is 1111 Northwest, Northwest Leary, Leary Way, Way. and they're remember. right next to Big Five. They, we share the parking lot with the Big yes. Five Sporting Goods. Uh, There's lots of one street parking too. North of the Fred Meyer, that's in Perfect. Ballard, Fremont. Yep. So if you're curious and or you know you've been intimidated and, and you want to find a place where you can go in and ask questions, um, hands down I would say that this is the place. If you're on the east side, it's worth the drive. Yeah, come into do a place in. where you feel comfortable and secure, and you know that the people here are there to um, answer your questions without judgment. Exactly. Yeah, come in, look around, just enjoy yourself. No pressure. Salespeople here, just come in and see what we have and have fun. Bring a girlfriend, boyfriend, your partner. You'll be very surprised. Buy a bunch of oil and go next door and get a rubber raft. Exactly. <laughs> Blow it up and go crazy, baby. Woo-hoo. Perfect. Well, thank you for um, talking with us about being um, socially sexy and savvy. Yes. And uh, we look you. forward to uh, some of the new stuff. We'll be keeping up on some of your Sunday school classes and yes. we will try to post them and make people aware. If um, you haven't checked them out yet, please pop into Wild at Heart, check them out, and uh, vote for them for the Best of Washington in um, the was it magazine, Pillow. 
I went too many tastings. Oh my gosh. <laughs> King Five, King Five the Evening eating. Magazine. Evening Magazine, that's what it is. Best There's, lingerie there store is, would be awesome. There is another Best of Washington out there, and I cannot remember which one it is. We will be posting it. There's two Best of Washingtons going on right now. Oh, really? Um, so yeah, the magazine is one of them, so we will post Maybe the other one. Maybe Best Sunday School. <laughs> you never know. So thanks for listening, everybody, and we look forward to seeing you at a future show or um, hearing your feedback from listening to the show. Take care, Perfect. everybody. Thank you. Good Bye. night. Ciao.